welcome to Swarthmore Presbyterian Church's podcast. This is your host, Alex Evangelista. We are delighted you are here, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. You are now listening to a sermon recorded for October 3rd, 2021, titled, Keeping Close to God by Reverend Joyce Shin. Would you please pray with me? Loving God, you have so made us that we cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. Give us a hunger for your word, and in that food, satisfy our daily need. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Twenty-five years ago, lawyer and law professor Stephen Carter wrote a book entitled Integrity. He began it with this qualification or disqualification. It must seem odd, he began, to find a book by a lawyer, still worse a law professor, on the subject of integrity. So let me make clear that integrity is something that I only think about, not something I exemplify. I strive toward it, as I am sure most of us do, but I do not pretend to achieve it very often." End of quote. It might have been helpful for the psalmist to begin Psalm 26 with a similar statement, a statement humbly acknowledging one's own shortfall against God's high standards for us. Instead, the psalmist begins his psalm saying, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in faithfulness to you. The psalmist unequivocally insists on his innocence, the purity of his heart and actions, his integrity. At first hearing, we might be put off by such an unequivocal statement about one's integrity. We might say to ourselves, how can anyone be so self-deluded as to demand God's vindication as though it were deserved? And yet, the pain of the psalmist does not allow us to turn away. It feels like the pain of one who has suffered not just persecution, but also the additional trauma of having to bear it in silence or of being falsely discredited and judged by the court of popular opinion before the full truth is known. I can feel the pain of the psalmist. I imagine that some of you have experienced this pain too the pain of wanting to be vindicated, to make sure that you are fully heard and seen and fairly treated, not indiscriminately swept away in judgment along with those who are considered sinners. At such times, it is so hard to accept that whether we will be vindicated or not is ultimately beyond our control. Recently on 60 Minutes, 
I learned about an organization called Justice Defenders. Founded in 2007 as a nonprofit organization, Justice Defenders has built a community of prisoners, prison officers, lawyers, and judges working in four African countries to offer law degrees, paralegal training, and free legal services to those who have been imprisoned without legal representation. Too many people in these prisons did not have access to legal counsel. Justice Defenders works to rectify this situation by educating prisoners in the law. In recent years, by bringing legal education into prisons, Justice Defenders has enabled 69 prisoners and prison officers even to graduate in a University of London Law Degree program. The story of one woman, Jody Polk, stood out to me. Having learned about Justice Defenders, Jody Polk was so inspired that she studied law herself in prison and helped other inmates with their legal issues. Jody Polk served seven years in a Florida prison for theft and home invasion. And when she saw that people were getting their law degrees while incarcerated, it was, she says, my dream times 10. She went on to say, I'll never forget the acceptance that I received when I realized that my sentence was just, that my judge sentenced me a just sentence. That allowed me, she writes, to adopt the understanding that I was here to serve time for a crime that I committed, and that allowed me to come home free. Jody Polk's testimony lifts up the value of integrity. In her case, once she learned about the legal process, the rules and the law, and because she found the rules and the process to be fairly applied to her, she was able to accept the outcome, despite the fact that she surely wouldn't have chosen to serve seven years in prison. As long as the process was just, she could find peace in the end. No doubt this must have been a hard lesson to learn. Lessons in integrity often are. It is hard to open ourselves to the possibility that an outcome might not be in our favor. Such situations test our integrity. They test our ability to transcend ourselves our egos, our desired outcomes, in order to be committed to fairness and rightness, not just for ourselves, but for all. Especially hard are those tests when the process and the rules seem less than perfect. I can imagine that this was the situation of the psalmist. The psalmist's pain was the pain of one who sought more than anything, vindication, and yet knew that no human court could ultimately be counted on to get at the real and full truth, to weigh all things wisely and well, and therefore to rule justly. So the psalmist turned to God. Here we find the psalmist using judicial language. It is before God alone 
that the psalmist entrusts being tried, tested, and proven. Can you imagine feeling so unjustly persecuted that you would turn all things, even the possibility of your vindication, over to God, a God who sees and knows everything about you? In his book entitled Thoughts in Solitude, Trappist monk and writer Thomas Merton wrote to God this prayer. You may have heard it before. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. Merton's prayer, like the psalmist's song, focuses our attention not on outcomes, not on how and where things will end, but instead on walking closely with God every step of the way. All of us know too well those moments when our zeal for certain outcomes leads us to veer far from our Lord. In our pursuits of something that we think is really important, we get out of step with the Spirit. But if instead we strive to stay close to our Lord, walk with God faithfully, the psalmist tells us that is really the most we can do. It is what Jesus himself did. Surely Jesus would not have chosen the cross to be his end, but he nevertheless walked faithfully to it, loyal to God and trusting that God was not far away. Surely Jesus could have sung the same song as the psalmist, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and mind, for your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in faithfulness to you. But Jesus did not sing these words. He stayed silent. So complete was his trust in God that even without a lament, Jesus trusted that God saw him, was with him, and would vindicate him. Full vindication of true justice is something that only God accomplishes in God's time. Its full accomplishment will never be in our power. At most, any vindication on this earth is partial, and it rarely comes fully enough or swiftly enough. For anyone who has been unjustly persecuted, this is a painful reality. That pain becomes a test, a test of our integrity before the Lord. Tested, we may be tempted to fight, to flee, to freeze, to flock with others. While these may be understandable reactions, they are not necessarily faithful responses. 
When faced with this test, let us pray that we can keep close to God, faithfully walking with God every step of the way. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this sermon, recorded on October 3rd, 2021, titled, Keeping Close to God, by Rev. Joyce Shin. We'll see you soon, and may the peace of Christ be with you.